Another round in the books in the Hungry Jacks NBL and it delivered the drama again. We say it every week and they just keep coming. A Cup Eve classic last night at John Caterator, a sellout crowd, but Perth get the job done. Bryce says he's back. Are the Wildcats back? The weekend was kind to the Kings, not so to Cairns, and the referees been in focus, but NBL champion Damon Lowry thinks the focus in that issue should be directed elsewhere. It's another big edition of NBL now. Let's get into it. It is Melbourne Cup Day, a public holiday if you're in Victoria, so an edition of NBL now to get you through a day in the garden or on the golf course or a commute to work today for most of us. Maybe on the commute to Flemington if you're lucky enough to head to the races this afternoon. And if you're elsewhere in our great country, of course, you can enjoy NBL now as you usually would. Joel Peterson alongside lunging Damon Lowry. Good morning, Damon. Joel, what's happening, man? Happy Cup Day. It is uh, one of the great days of uh, sports, and of course, it's nice for them to put on a race meeting after the NBL and, and give everyone the public holiday after the NBL is played on the Monday night. That's very generous of uh, of, of our state government here in uh, in Victoria. It was a cracker last night, wasn't it? Melbourne and Perth, John Caterina went the distance and then some, some free basketball, and uh, Perth came away with a big win. Huge win. Everybody was at John Caterina except me. Great atmosphere, sellout crowd, and you got the Melbourne United, you got Perth Wildcats. Everybody is desperate. Every that's what's the, the beauty of this this season, this NBL 24 season. Every single round has implications and desperation. I love it. Perth came in desperate. Uh, the, the pressure was piled on the Wildcats. They had a home game against Adelaide, and then, of course, going away to Melbourne United for the Monday night. Uh, Bryce Cotton said after that performance on Saturday that he's back. After the performance last night, Diamond, are the Wildcats back? The Wildcats are trending. They are they are definitely they are definitely on the rise. And to the Red Army, all that yap, yap, yapping you've been doing. What do you got to say now? What a resilient performance over the weekend. Perth were up 20 against Adelaide, lost the lead, came back and won. Come down here to Melbourne. And was staring at another L, found a way to win with Keanu Pinder fouled out of the game. I mean, so this team is showing so much fight. And with the likes of Jesse Wagstaff, Hiram Harris, you got it. You can't do nothing but tip your hat to the Wildcats. And John really, who I never lost faith in because I know this guy a little bit. This guy is a fighter. And if you, the, the kind of coach you want to have, well, you want to have him have qualities like John really's got. He don't have no quit in him, nothing but fight. So I figured it was only a matter of time. So they're definitely trending in the right direction. Yeah, they, they might not be back, but they've they've put the car in reverse and they're they're getting the way there. Um, United's depth will be tested out of that game. What was it? Their first offensive possession. Luke Travers takes a bit of a stumble. His head hits the knee of Ariel Hookporty. So Travers looked in a pretty bad way, went straight to the locker room and, and didn't return. And it was pretty clear that he wasn't going to return. Well, Porting did come back, but then didn't play a lot of game time from there. Then we saw some bench shots of a pretty forlorn Ian Clark as well. And we know that he's had injury issues. So that that vaunted Melbourne United depth is going to be tested in this next little stretch. That's why it was so important that they got so many wins this early in the season. They have eight wins already. So unfortunately, I mean, how many concussions can one team have? I mean, just bad, bad luck. 
Hope LT comes good. Obviously, Ariel Look Porty been playing fantastic. And Ian Clark was a hundred percent. Three threes in a row, feeling great. And um, yeah, and then his hammy goes on him again. So luckily for the United, they got plenty of depth. Young Kyle Bowen came in, cleaned the glass, has 16 boards. Flynn Cameron plays good minutes. They got enough there still to keep the um to keep the wins ticking over. Yes, yeah, so there'll be plenty of injury news on the United front, so stay tuned to the NBL app and the NBL website for all uh, the latest on that. And the refereeing's been in focus across the course of the weekend, especially on social media, Damon. I feel like social media is an easy place to tee off on the referee, so a lot of people choose to to do it there. Um, but you think the focus in this issue should should sort of be directed elsewhere? Absolutely. Leave the referees alone. Everybody always preaches control the controllables. Can you control the refs? No. Like, what do you like? We don't want to hear all this whinging and sucking and carrying on. I'm in the I'm in the wannabe Navy SEALs community, Joe. And we like to talk about adjust, adapt, and overcome. Get over it, figure out a way to win. The problem of that Melbourne United game was their offensive execution down the stretch. JLA referred to it in his press conference. Everybody was going one-on-one, lost direction, no real focus. That's where the game was lost. They should have never been in that situation to begin with. And having to go with the refs is just too easy. The refs are going to make mistakes just like you're going to shoot air balls and make bad subs and make and play bad D. That's part of the game. Foul count never needs to be even. There's nothing in the rule book that says the foul count's got to be 50-50. And, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an easy one. And I think basketball's got that sort of cultural issue where the refs are just so much part of the focus, especially with the coaches. So, uh yeah, I agree that if you can't uh, if you can't adjust to some of those calls and the way the game is being being managed, then uh, maybe you you need to be looking elsewhere. And um, one team that's adjusted pretty well to things on the fly this season, essentially, David, is the Sydney Kings. New coach, um, they've had some a little bit of sort of roster, let's say, instability just with who they've had available at different points of the year. Now with DJ Hogue on board, who looked really good uh, in the last couple of games for them, they they just continue to tick things over. They've had a couple of sort of stumbles at hurdles along the way, but the Kings are looking pretty good. Hey, they got championship DNA first and foremost. Them guys know what it feels like to have champagne burning their eyes. They come out there and just make winning plays. Jalen Adams plays the game however he wants to play it. You can't speed the guy up. You can't rattle him. DJ Boss Hogg is now rounded in the form. That's going make to make that team extra dangerous. And then they just unleashed the watcher, I like to call him, Malawatch. This guy is deep on the bench. A, a, a Galloway injury gets him into a rotation, and now look what he's doing. They got talent from top to bottom, and they know how to win. And they got those veteran bench guys, Sean Bruce, Angus Glover, those kind of guys, Kawat Noy. Hey, they will be there when it's all said and done. They're six and three at the moment. They sit uh, second Melbourne on top eight and two, and then Southeast Melbourne and Tassie uh, six and four and five and four respective, respectively. Brisbane five and five, Perth four and five. So it's just so tight in the middle uh, as we as we keep saying. Um, the Cairns Taipans are next on that table, so they're three and four now. Um, they had a tough weekend. Of course, the loss to Southeast Melbourne on Sunday. They had to go to Christchurch and went down to New Zealand uh, on Friday nights. They they haven't had their full squad available throughout the course of the season. It was a uh, 
it, it would have been a, a difficult weekend for Adam Ford, even though they were sort of in both games. They didn't get blown out, um, at, which you expect with Cairns. Uh, it, it was a it was a, a tough weekend for them. Yeah, unfortunate that they didn't get one at least one of those wins over the um over the round. But the depth was still there. They 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 might be the tallest team in the league. They got so much height and they all play with so much heart. I feel like it's only a matter of time. But like we say, the league is so tight, you gotta just find a way to get wins. So I think as they get, I guess, a little more healthy, um, a little bit of rest, I suppose, go back home. Get some of that tropical weather. Um, I think they're still going to be okay. They've and they've just got so much upside. Of course, Pat Miller to come back in, and, and they just need to play together uh, first and foremost, and have Taron Armstrong out there for a little bit more time. Um, the team that we saw on Saturday night in our broadcast game was the Brisbane Bullets against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Upon reflection, that was a bizarre ending to that game. We had two minutes with no point scores, no fouls. It was really weird when I was driving home at the end of that. It was a really frenetic finish. Uh, but Brisbane go one and one across the course of of their weekend. But you're still pretty high on the potential of the Bullets. Yeah, and I'm getting higher by the round. The Brisbane Bullets are legit. I initially thought nah, and then I thought yeah, they're going to be dangerous and frisky. But you know what? I think they're a legitimate top six team. They play the absolute right way. Everybody understands their roles. We're we're watching the the reemergence of Tyrell Harrison. Mitch Norton has got control while Shannon Scott is out. And it's just, I, I can't find nothing to not like about the way the Brisbane Bullets are going about their business. So, look, they they, they should have probably stole that one in Launceston over the Jack Jumpers, but that's the way the ball bounces sometimes. But, um, hey, look, Brisbane are going to be right up there in the mix. Somebody's going to be stiff to miss out this year. Absolutely, and yeah, they're, they're putting themselves in the right place and playing some good basketball uh, at the moment, uh, the Brisbane Bullets, that is for sure. Uh, gee, there's so much to talk about every week. We could uh, we could keep going, but we've uh, we've got other things to do. Damon Lowry, good to see you. Enjoy your cup day. Happy cup day, man. Get on the 17 horse. Military mission. That's right up your alley. That is, I can't believe I had spotted that before now. So Damon Lowry is going to uh, lay down big on military mission. Uh, hope you enjoy your Tuesday as well. Of course, the NBL app and the NBL website, the place to go for all your news. As it breaks, we'll have another edition of NBL Now tomorrow.